Okay, there's Hashem is brought starting with Sechtz Rosh Hashanah. And Sechtz Rosh Hashanah, even though we're going to start the Sechtz by talking about four different Rosh Hashanahs, and these four different Rosh Hashanahs, we're talking about four different technical dates throughout the year when different halachas that are based on years, so we have to know what's considered a year, right? So a year can start, for example, we'll talk about Arla, and we'll talk about other halachas, and the question just technically when the year begins. So we're going to have four different technical Rosh Hashanahs, that's how we're going to start the Masechta. However, Mepharshim Sayyim, we'll see that really the Iker of Rosh Hashanah is discussing the Yant of Rosh Hashanah and things around the Yant of Rosh Hashanah, Shaifer, Chedema. So definitely the Yant of Rosh Hashanah is really the Iker over here, but we're going to start off by talking about four different technical times throughout the year that have that status of a Rosh Hashanah. The beginning of the year for certain cheshbonos. So it's like the mission. Arba Rosh Hashanah name. There's four different Rosh Hashanahs. When are these four Rosh Hashanahs? So be'echad the Nisan Rosh Hashanah Malachim. The first one is Rishchidish Nisan is Rosh Hashanah for kings. And what that means is that they used to write on their stars that this is year one of you know, king whatever, and you know, this is year two for king from Malach Shlaima, year three. And the question is, what's the beginning of the year? So, technically, you could have said that a year begins when he is anointed as king, inaugurated as king, and it runs through the end of his first year, and then his second year is when you have the anniversary of his inauguration, and that's probably how the Goyesha king is counted, and that gets things get complicated when you start counting years of various kings, as the Gemara famously tells us in Megillah, when the Gemara makes the Cheshbin, that the Gemara tries figuring out the 70 years of Bavl, and the Gemara starts adding up the different kings, and the Gemara runs into technical difficulties that the years don't add up, there's too many years, and the Gemara says that it's not simple, and that's why Daniel made the mistake, and Haman made the mistake, and the mistake is that if you count, you know, if so-and-so is the king for three and a half years, so in the half a year, at the end of his third year, is already called the fourth year of his Malchus, and then someone else becomes king when this one dies, and that's already year one, so the years run into each other, but Lemaisa, the Gemara, is going to tell us that, the mission is telling us that we have one set date, that a king's year begins at Nisan, meaning that if he becomes king already by the middle of Nisan, by Rishchidosh Nisan, is already the second year of his kingdom, and the Gemara is going to discuss why it is that we have to have one set date for the Rosh Hashanah from Allah, and why is it that we have to have that every king's years begin the same month, and then we'll give the reason for that. So the first Rosh Hashanah is Echad ben Nisan, it's considered Rosh Hashanah Malach. It's also Liragal. It's not only for kings, it's also for Yom Taifim. We'll see that the Gemara is going to tell us that when it comes to the Allah of Baal Ta'acher, that when you make a nether, you have to keep your nether, if you make a nether, to bring a carbon, you have three Yom Taifim to bring it. So the three Yom Taifim begin, the cycle of three Yom Taifim begin with Pesach. So the Rosh Hashanah of Echab Nisan is for kings, and for counting the cycle of Yom Taifim, it's Pesach, Shua Sukkis, that's the cycle. The Echad Be'el Rosh Hashanah L'Maisa Behema. Rishchidosh El is the Rosh Hashanah for Maisa Behema. Maisa Behema, so you have to give a tenth of your flock. And you're not supposed to give nicer from the animals that are born this year. You don't take on animals that are born next year, and vice versa. So that each year's animals have to be taken nicer from animals born in that year. Midarshan, Rashi says, Midarshan from the Pasik, that it says, 
Aser to Aser is called Tvua Zarecha Hayetza Soda Shona Shona each year for its year. And the Gemara tells us that since it says Aser to Aser, it's come to tell us that there's two different Meisers, even though the Pasuk's talking about Meiser of Tvua, since it says twice Meiser, so that teaches us that we're discussing Meiser of Behemoth also. Meiser of Behemoth also are supposed to be taken each year for its year, and therefore you're not allowed to take the animals born before Ishkadesh El cannot be brought as Meiser Behemoth on the animals that are born after Ishkadesh El. Now, it's also to get a Kula that there's a certain minimum amount of animals that you have to have to be considered a flock that you have to take Meiser Behemoth. And this minimum number of animals for the flock of Meisa Behema, so it has to be they were born, all born within the same year. And this year, as we're saying, is Rosh Chodesh El. So we have, the second Rosh Hashanah we have is Rosh Chodesh El, is Rosh Hashanah for Meisa Behema. Now, this is the Sheet of the Tanakh, Amr, Belazer, Shimon, Ayimim, No, Be'echad, Betishrei, that the Rosh Hashanah for Meisa Behema is Rosh Hashanah, Echad, Tishrei, and... There is no special Rosh Hashanah for Meisah Behem. Now, once we mention, now we're going to get to the third Rosh Hashanah, or really the second, if you don't hold of Rosh Chodesh El, the Echad B'Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah, is Rosh Hashanah L'Shanah, and that's Rosh Hashanah for years. Vila Shemitah, it's also Rosh Hashanah for Shemitah, from Rosh Hashanah is where all the halachas of Shemitah kick in. Now, there is some halachas that apply already earlier, 30 days before, because of Taisah Shias, you have to add on to Shias, but the real halachas of Shias kick in on Rosh Hashanah, it's also Rosh Hashanah for counting Yevul. Linetia, it's Rosh Hashanah for the years of Arlo. You have a tree, and you want to know when the pairs of the tree are done being Arlo. So the halacha is that if you plant the tree right before Rosh Hashanah, so as long as it's enough days before Rosh Hashanah that already took root, so then already by the time Rosh Hashanah comes around, this tree is already two years old, and then you only have to wait one more year for the three years. Which actually, this is something someone asked me a Shiloh, they had some fruit trees that they planted and they're trying to figure out if they're Arla. So in Arla and Chutzar, it's a very makel if you have a Suffolk. And since anything, part of the year is already a full year, and you have them growing in the nursery, they have they grow them for a while, so it's very likely that when you buy a tree, it's not even it's a Suffolk Arla, which should be mutter. Each minute you have to do a little bit of research. But I'll call upon him Arla, you count the first year ends on Rosh Hashanah. And Lirakis. What does it mean, Lirakis? So Lirakis means that for Meiser Yerek, that you have to take Meiser, like we said before, Meiser of vegetables goes on each thing the year it's grown. And vegetables we go with the Rosh Hashanah is, the Rosh Hashanah, is, is when it's Hukva, because they go based on when they're picked. Rosh Hashanah of Lirakis, the Meiser of vegetables, is based on when they're picked, as opposed to other things which go Basa when they blossom and other different levels, but vegetables go when they're picked. So whatever was picked before Rosh Hashanah, you take Meiser from things that are picked before Rosh Hashanah. Whatever was picked after Rosh Hashanah, you take Meiser after Rosh Hashanah. So Rosh Hashanah, aside from being the Rosh Hashanah for years, right? now we're touching Pei Beis instead of touching Pei Aleph, aside from that, it also has effect for a lot of other halachas, saying Shemitah, Yevil, Arla, and Meiser Yerek. Now, it's interesting that even though we're saying that Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the year, and we call it that it's the Rosh Hashanah L'shanim. Still, we count months, we don't count, Tishrei is not the first month. Tishrei is, is the, what is it, it's the seventh month. And uh, 
Nisan is the first month. Why is it Nisan is the first month? So in Ban's Masbur, because the Torah really is preparation of Sukkim, that Rishin Hu Lechem Ashana, not Nisan, and the reason is because we're supposed to count from Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim as a constant reminder of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And Ban says that's why we don't even have names really in the Torah for months. In Novi, we have a few months that have names, but the Iker, we're not supposed to, we don't call months by names. They're called by the Chayyash Rishin, Chayyash because we're supposed to constantly remember Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. The same reason we don't have days of the week don't have names, because you're supposed to remember it's. Echel l'shabbos, shenu l'shabbos, you're supposed to have in your mind constantly Shabbos. The names of the months that we have actually are Persian names, and they brought them up from Gaul's Bavel, and the reason they switched to using them, the Rambam says, was as a constant reminder for the, the Teva that Kosh Baruch did to us, that he brought us out of Gaul's Bavel, so as a reminder that we use the Persian names of the month, but these aren't really, at the first time we find the names, the names we're familiar with mentioned, we have in uh, the Megillah, right? You have Chaydish name also Chaydish Adar. That's when we start talking about the names, the, the names we're familiar with. But before that, Malachim, we have Chaydish Ziv, we'll have Ezra Shaman on the Bays. But we either counted the months or we had certain nicknames, but we didn't count, call them the names we call them now. So the last Rosh Hashanah mission talks about, which is either the. <clears throat> so, so far we have Rosh Nisan, perhaps Rosh Chaydish El, and we have Rosh Chaydish Tishrei. Mishnah continues. Be'echad b'shvat Rosh Hashanah le'ilon. Rosh Chodesh Shvat is Rosh Hashanah le'ilon. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to make a big party and eat fruit. It means on a technical level that when it comes to Meiser, that you don't take Meiser, Paris of an Elon that blossomed before Shvat on Paris that blossomed after Shvat, that that's the cutoff point that, just like we're saying, Meiser always has to be taken on Paris of that year, so trees go with when they blossom. And the Rosh Hashanah for trees is Shvat. Now this is Kedavir Beishamah. The Shvat of Beishamah is that it's Rishchei the Shvat. Beisil Oimrim Bechamisha also by no, it's Tu Beishvat. That is Rosh Hashanah Ilanas. Now even though what the mission is telling us is just a technical dry halacha that the date for the cutoff date for Meiser of a tree is when it's when it blossoms before or after Tu Beishvat, still. From here we learn from the fact that the Mishnah put it together with these other Rosh Hashanahs, which are all days that have an Isra of fasting, they're all Shchidosh, some of them are Yom Tevim, therefore, only, only Rosh Hashanah is Yalta, but they're all the rest of them are Shchidosh, and just like the rest of them, there's no Tachnun on, so from here is a Makar, the Goyen says, I'll just say this is the Makar, that there's no Tachnun on Tubashvat, and Tubashvat will be Asalasanus, just like the other one, because the Mishnah lumps them all together. Zakti Gemara. So what's the difference? So this is the first year for kings. Now, what does it mean, what's the difference? So Rashi explains, if you look at the first Rashi in Gemara, Why do we have to have a set day at all for kings? We understand that we have to have a way of counting a king's years, but it doesn't have to be a set day in the year. Each king, whenever he's inaugurated, that will be the beginning of year one. And year one will end by his anniversary of inauguration. I'll become year two. And this is, you know, how Taka the Galatia Kings counts. So, Frank the Gemara, what's the point? So, Amr Chistel is Shtaris. Chistel says, no, because it makes a big difference when it comes to Shtaris. What's the difference that makes it comes to Shtaris? What do we need to have a set date? It's non. Shtari Chayiv Hamukdom and Psul. If you have a Shtar Chayiv that puts the date of the loan earlier than the actual date of the loan, that is possible. But if you have a shtar that puts the date of the loan later than it actually occurred, that is k'sheir. 
Why is that? So in those days, there was no, you didn't file a lien with the county clerk. You, the way you had a lien was that every star included a Sheba Karkoy, so it's an automatic lien on all of your property. Now, if I write a star that I borrowed from you $100,000, and I really I borrowed it today on, we're, we're holding, what is it? We're holding on Ches uh, Chesh, or holding on something like Vov Chesh, whatever it is. But if I write in it that I borrowed it from you on uh, on Rishchidosh, on, on, you know, on, 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 Gimel, on Gimel Tishrei, so that means that the lien on my property takes place in Gimel Tishrei, and then if I later go and I sold my property, when did I sell my property? I sold my property at the end of Tishrei, and really I only lent you the money after I sold the property, but since the shtar is predated to the date before the, sell, the sale of the property, now the person I lent the money to could go and he can collect the property. He says, well, I have a lien on the property. I have a Sheba Nechassim. He could collect the property, which really has no right to, because at the time that he actually lent the money, that property is no longer in the Rishos of the Leiva. So therefore, even if this doesn't apply, even if, technically speaking, there is no body who's going to get harmed by the fact that this star was predated, still the halacha is that we, Chazal made Xayr, it's always also any shtar muktim, if you write a shtar and you predate the shtar, that's always possible. So sometimes you get to come to a chasm and it gets complicated where you can put the ksuba, if you can write it before shkia and after shkia. So writing it later is always better because shtar mu'ukhar is kosher, shtar muktim is possible. Now really it's not such a problem because they, if, if, as long as they st- sign the ksuba, bishas, when it's still day, and really they make the Kenyan then, so technically the, the, the Sheba is already Chal Bashas the Kenyan, so really you could write the earlier date. But I'll call upon him a Shtar Muktim is a Psal, a Shtar that's predated, but a uh, post dated Shtar, so that's fine. You just, you know, the, the, the Malva will lose out that he has less ability to collect on his Chayiv, but there's nothing wrong with making a Shtar Mokhar. Now, what does this have to do with having Rosh Hashanah for a Melech? Sirashi so explains. That if you don't have Rosh Hashanah for a Melech, so now if I have a star that says that the Halva was in Kislev, and I know that that was in the star was written, but I know the Halva took place in Tammuz. The question is, is Tammuz before or after Kislev? So we're used to thinking that obviously Tammuz is before Kislev, right? If you're starting from Nisan, Tammuz is before Kislev. But that's only if you start from Nisan. But if you don't have a specific starting date, so you never know what comes first. Is Tammuz first or is Kislev first? So you get confusing if it's a Shtar Muktim, it's not a Shtar Muktim. So therefore, Chazal said that in order to make sure that there's no confusion with Shtaris, we have to have one set date, and Bezin will always know which month comes first and which month comes second. Taisus has a slightly different formulation of what the mistake that you can make is. Others say simply, we're not talking about a mistake in a shtar muktim, just so we should know when to collect from. That if my shtar says Kislev of the third year of King, you know, King, uh, whatever, the King Yeravim, and your shtar says Tammuz, that you bought the Karka and Tammuz, I have to know, one second, was this property Meshubit or not Meshubit? And how do we know which came first? And someone's going to have to start figuring out when they became the king, and Bezin can get mixed up. So therefore, the simplest way is if we have once every king is always counted based on the, on the same month of the year, that way we're not likely to get mixed up. Oh, and now we're going to bring a Mishnah that discusses the halacha of a king, sorry, Bryce that discusses the halacha of a king when we start counting his years. Turn around, we have a Bryce. A king who becomes, is coronated 
on the 29th day of Adar, Kivan Shigi Echabanisa, on the next morning he wakes up, also Leishan, it's ready the second year of his reign. Vimloi Amad El of Echabanisan, but if he only, the coronation took place in Echabanisan, Ein Moinin Leishana, Ad Shigi and Nisan Acher. So he is stuck being in the first year of his reign, a rookie king, until he gets around a full year later. Omar Mar, Mel Shom Besson Vetisha Be'adar. Kivan Shigi Echabanisan, also Leishana, once you get to Echabanisan, his years are up. So, What's the Chiddush? That's what we just said. That that's the cutoff date. So, what would you think otherwise? So, the Nisan Rosh Hashanah That's this Bryce was coming to tell us. The Nisan is the Rosh Hashanah and the It's also teaching us that one day in a year. That's why we gave this example. Even the last day of the year is that one day of the year is enough to be considered a year. You would think maybe you have to have a significant amount of time. To count it as a year, you're not going to count it the second year after only one day. Kamashal, that's enough to count it the second year. Now, the Bryce continues, and why Ahmad Elabecha bin Nisan, right? The Bryce has said that if he only became king in the first day, Nisan, Ein Moin Leishan Anchegi Nisan Acher, his year is not up until you get to the next year, Nisan. So, correcting more Pshita, of course. Why would you think that you should count it any sooner? For Shoshana is. And he actually wasn't king for more than a year, so what possible reason would there be to think that you should count him as already a second year of his reign? So look while you're right. In a regular case, it's Takano Already it was decided by whoever makes the decisions, or the, or the council of uh, dignitary, whoever makes the decision in the country that he should be the king, decided already before Rishkadish Nisan. And in the they already sat down and decided to make him king. But they didn't actually coronate him until, until uh, a day in Tanisa. Mao the Tema, I think recently, the, a few years ago, the king of Thailand died, and they, they wait like, over there, they wait like two years till they finish the mourning period for the previous king till they coronate the next one, even though he already got the title of king, but the coronation was two years later, so that's not takes time. So I hope on Mao think maybe he's already considered king because in, in practice he already had the power. So Kamash on then until he was coronated king, he's not the king. The Imulay me other, Mao the Tame and Imulay Tart and Shnin, so it is considered a second year, Kamashwa. Tonarabon, we have a Brysa that continues in the same theme. Mace by other, Omer Acher, Tacht of other, if a king dies in other. And right away in other, they reappoint a new king. Moinin Shana Lazet, Ulazet. You can count, this year is counted as the year for both of them. So that means that right now, this year was the second year of king, you know, whoever the first king was. Was the second year uh, would be the fortieth year of King da- of, of David Amalekh, and it would be also the first year of Amalekh Shleimah. Now it's interesting. It's a question when you write a star after the first king dies. Do you still write? Could you still write it's you know the fortieth year of King David because Amalekh said it's still right after David Amalekh lived on Shuas. So after Shuas, could you still write it's the fortieth year of David Amalekh? You say no. Now David Amalekh is not there. You don't write. No longer write the king who's nifter. Some rishonim say you could still write it, but others say no. That once the melech nifter, the Miri says you don't write anymore for the previous king. Meis benisan, if he was meis benisan, v'omenach atachla benisan. Meinu shonol zelzes. This whole year is counted as the last year of the previous king and the first year of the next king. Meis ba'ader v'omenach atachla benisan. If the king was nifter in other, and another king was appointed in nisan. So then, Moinin Rishayna Lurishin, we count the first year for the first one, Rishni Lashayna. Now, the Gemara is going to discuss what's the Chiddush. Now, 
this new king, and it's the last year of the old king. We never count a year for two people. Now, if you don't count the year for two people, so what does it mean? How does a king ever become a king anytime besides Anisan? This year is always going to go for the previous king. So that's not a kasha, because if, let's say, there was no king this whole year, he became king in the middle of the year, and there hadn't been a king since Nisan, then this could be considered his first year of his reign. I would have thought that you can't have one year going for both, Kamashim will know that you could have a year that it's both the last year of the previous king and the first year of the new king. If he was Nifter in Nisan. And then they appointed a new king. So, of course that it's a year for both of them. And we already said the Chiddush that you could have two kings in the same year. So what's the Chiddush here? The Chiddush over here is that when do I... I would have thought... When do I say that one day in a year is enough to be considered a year? That's at the end of the year, if I was king for the last few days of the year, so this year could be considered I was a king. If I was just a king in the beginning of the year, so then I can't be considered that this is a year of my kingdom, and that that doesn't go on to the chesed of the old king. So I would have thought that. I would have thought that no, that could be still counted for both. If he died in Adar, until he got around to making a new king, it's already Nisan. Mighty Rishon, Larishon, Vishniel, Lashay. So, in fact, the Gemara, obviously, Pshita, how else would you count the years? The first one was only the king in the, in the previous year, and the second one in the second year, so what's the Chiddush? So, like the Gemara, like Tzricha, the Inwalei, Ne Adar, that they already decided to make him king in Adar. And this person, not only did they already decide to make him king, he really is the prince. He's the crown prince, and he deserves the Yarshan, the, the kingdom. So he has two things in his favor, both that he really Yarshan, the kingdom, and they already decided that they're making him king. So I would think in such a case, definitely his kingdom started already. That he, we should count that this is the beginning of the second year. Until you actually coronate him, it's not considered a year of his kingdom. Now, there's an interesting question a, we can ask over here is if one king dies in the end of Abba, let's say he dies in Purim, and then the next one was appointed uh, on, on the fifth day in Nisan. So, what do you write on the Shabbat until the end of the year, right? We could still write that this is Lishnas, whatever, Amelch, Dabr, Amelch. Because it's still his, it's still the fortieth or whatever year of his reign, but once Nisan comes, what do you write on the star? It's not the forty-first year for that king because it's not he's not reigning anymore. There's no new king to write. So some Rishonim say, "Chanami, you're stuck. You have to write Labrius Oyl." That normally, what do we write? Some says, "Why do we write?" Write from when the king finished. <clears throat> what do you mean? Writing Labrius Oyl, write from uh, Mace King, whatever. I think it's one year to the yeah. death of King whatever. I hear that would be an interesting way of counting. I don't know if anybody would ever remember when the king died. But I hear. But uh, the Rishayim say that some Rishayim say Briya Sa'ilam, and others say that you could still count that this is the 41st year of King whatever, even though he's not reigning anymore, it's just the 41st year from when he was coronated and says no new king. So I'm the whole question of why we count the kings, so Rashi says that we count for kings because of Shalom Malchus, that we want to, you know, make the kings feel nice, so we write in all our stars, this is the first year of this king. Maisatesis is bothered with this because we say this by Malche uh, Akam, the reason Gitin, we write to the Gaisha king, what they used to, and that was <clears throat> for Shol Malchus. 
but a Melech Yisrael, he doesn't need to be flattered this way that you have to write to his kingdom. So Taisa's not so happy with this. And Taisa says, a different reason they used to do it, because that was the, that sometimes they needed to have the Cheshim of the king, and therefore Taisa says that, and as a Cheshivas, that's why they did it. But it's not Al Shalom Melech. It's him. So you have this in-between time, is a little bit you're stuck. Now, there's one other interesting Nekuda that's discussed over here. The Rambam says that a Melech, the Melech, Yarshin's, a Melech, has right his that Yarshin's a kingdom from his father if he's royal And he says the same thing goes for other types of leadership in Kali Yisrael that it goes over Birusha if the son is Roy to Yarshin his father. And there's a question that Lachayr the Gemara over here seems to say that even though he's a Melech ben Melech, they had to sit down and the Imnuale and they had to decide to make him the king. What do you mean you have to decide to make him the king? Yarshin do automatically. Who are they? Coronation, understand. But why do they have to be Imnuale? So the Chamsaifa says that maybe in the Wale means that they had to have a, you know, the state council had to sit down and decide if the son is really to Mamala Makam Aviv. And once they decide that, then in Hanami, they're Mchuyiv to give it to him, but they had to decide if he's really Lamala Makam Aviv. So that's what I mean. The Imnu means not that they decided to make him king, that they uh, sat down and decided whether or not he's really for his father's position. Where does this come from that Nisan is the cutoff date? So Zokti Gemara, because it says in the Pasik, this Pasik talks about the beginning of the building base of Mikdash. It says in the eightieth and four hundred, four hundred and eightieth year, let's in the fourth year, in the second month, which is called the Khaidish Ziv, and we're talking about the fourth year to Melch Shleim Al Yisrael. And <clears throat> what do we see in this? Pasik. The Pasik is counting two different things. It's counting the kingdom of Shleim Melech, and it's counting at the same time. It's counting the years from Yitzias Mitzrayim. So you see, Malkish Malkish Malchus Shleim Yitzias Mitzrayim, my Yitzias Mitzrayim in Yisan, just like the Pasik is counting. Obviously, Yitzias Mitzrayim. When do you count from Kaisal left from Mitzrayim, which is Nisan? So Af Malchus Shleima Minisan. So the Malchus of Shleima should be also from Nisan. Now, Frekti Gemaro, who told you that Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim gufa mi noon de minisam aninun? Who told you we count Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim for Nisan? I understand that's when Kleisel left Mitzrayim. But maybe we count Tishrei would be beginning the second year. So Nisan, that's year one. Once it comes next to Shoshon, so it's the second year of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Dilm mi Tishrei manina. It's like the Gemara. No, lois al kadaitich. So we're going to prove from the Pesukim that the Torah counts Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim from Nisan. How do we know that? Aaron was nifter when, in the fortieth year from they left Mitzrayim, in the fifth month, So first of all, we know that the fortieth year and we have a pasuk that tells us teichacha the Moshe Rabbeinu gave. Ba'ashdei also chaydish in the eleventh month. Echad lachaydish diber Moshe. And there's a pasuk in the Torah that Moshe Rabbeinu gave. It's the Torah made Moshe Rabbeinu gave teichacha to Klal Yisrael, right? And ba'ashdei also bechad lachaydish diber Moshe Rabbeinu Yisrael kecholash atziv Hashem leisay aleim. Now we have two events taking place in the fortieth year. One event is Mises Aaron, which took place in Av. And the other event is Moshe Benu giving this Teichacha to Klal Yisrael, which took place in 
Shvat, 11th month. Me, the koi ba'av, the korelation asaboim. Now let's do the math. In of, we're calling it the 40th year. The koi bishvat, and when we're in Shvat, the korelation asaboim, it's also the 40th year. Now, if Rosh Hashanah was the beginning of the next year, so in between of and Shvat is Rosh Hashanah. So that would mean that if of was the 40th year, by the time you get to Shvat, that's already the 41st year, right? If Rosh Hashanah was Rosh Hashanah, is the beginning of the year. Must be that 40 years, the years are counted from Nisan, and therefore, of and Shvat are still within the same calendar year. So me the koi ba'av, the koi lishnasar bo'im, the koi bishat, the koi lishnasar bo'im, mechlal the Rosh Hashanah lav tishrehu. So we see that the beginning of the year, and we're counting from Yitzhiyah Smitshayim, is not Tishrei, it is Nisan. So now once we know that we count years of Yitzhiyah Smitshayim from Nisan, so that we already know from the Pasuk and Malachim, that the Torah counts years of kings, and years of Yitzhiyah Smitshayim is the same. If years of Yitzhiyah Smitshayim are counted from Nisan, who are then years of Malachim are counted from Nisan. Now, frankly, Gemara, Bishlam, Heich, Meforish, Yitzhiyah Smitshayim. What's your whole Rai? Our Rai is... That Shvat and Av are in the same calendar year. Obviously, the calendar year that for the, this count, if you see some time, was from Nisa. Now, Aaron Akoyan's Misa, Taka says, was the 40th year from Yitzhiya Samshayim. Elahai, but the 40th year that it says in Moshe's Taikacha, it doesn't say anywhere in the Pasuk, it just says that Yibarabah Mashonah, it doesn't say 40th year of what? Mimai, but who says that 40 years is counting Yitzhiya Samshayim? That's counting 40 years of Akamas HaMishkan. So that's Taka the 40th year. Akamas HaMishkan was in the second year. And maybe Avada will count Rosh Hashanah as Rosh Hashanah for that. So we don't see anywhere that the 40 years is counting the same 40 years. So it's like, no, no, it's not a kasha. Because the Amra of Papa, but Papa is talking about a Pasik in Nehemiah. And in that Pasik, it's Mavur um, that. <clears throat> 20 years, 20 years, it says, that it says twice, and one of them, it says, what we're counting the 20 years for, and one of them, it doesn't say, and one of them, it says, we're counting for the king, and one of it doesn't say that, and Repapa says that when you have two places where it says the same amount of years, so it's not regular, learning halacha, one from the other, but obviously, if we're, we explained what the 20 years in one place. We didn't explain the other place. It's both counting back to the same event. So Achanami over here in Chumash also, if twice in Chumash Dvarim, it says, Shnas Abohim, so Shnas Abohim, Shnas Abohim, Shava. You can learn out that both Shnas Abohim is counting to the same date. Ma'kan, just like by Mises Aaron's before, it's 40 years, Litzias Mitzrayim. So Afkan, so who din when it comes to the 40 years that it says, Menegei Moshe's Joshua, we're counting Litzias Mitzrayim. Who told you that the story in of Aaron's Misa was first? Our whole kasha is because we have two stories. One maybe takes place in before. What? Maybe it was the year before. Right? Yeah. Maybe. No, no. They're both the fortieth year, but maybe other of them. Maybe, maybe the, it's the story av ma- before, not the av after. The uh, other. Maybe it was the av after, not the av before. We're assuming it was the Av before, right, yeah. and then therefore that means that Rosh Hashanah in the middle was not with Skaveh. Maybe other Av. Maybe Shvat happened first. The Chach of Moshe happened first. Yeah. Oh, so Dilma Maisa the Shvat called him. So he's like, well, that can't be. Because in the Josh of Moshe, which took place in Shvat, it says after, Moshe gave this Josh after he killed Sichim. 
When Aaron Hakoin was nifter, so Sichin was still Kaim, the Siv, that when it says, and he came to That's the Pasik says about the Muhamma of Knani Melcharod. And Shama, what did he hear? It says Shama Aaron. He heard the Aaron Hakoim was nifted and a stalk covered. Anani Akavad left because Sovereign Nitra Shusli Lachem Bisrael. So therefore, obviously, if Aaron Akoyan's Misa is what prompted Sichin to come fight against Klal Yisrael, and then when Moshe Bain was talking, it says, Achre Akoyan so obviously the story Moshe Bain is talking in Shvat happened after of, and the only way to make Shvat and Av in the same calendar year is for Shvat and Nisan and not Rosh Hashanah. Okay, Shkayach.